Hi, I'm Charles Edel, and today I'm going to be speaking with my friend, Dr. John Lee, about the state and direction of the U.S.-Australian relationship. John, two years ago, maybe two and a half years ago, uh, we wrote a report on the future of the U.S.-Australian alliance in an era of great power competition. What did it argue then? What's changed since then? And what do you think that means for our cooperation moving forward? Uh, great to chat to you, Charles. Uh, the report you're referring to came out, I believe, in June 2019. Uh, and it argued the following things. One, uh, recognising that China had become the most serious and comprehensive challenge to the United States was a bipartisan assessment in Washington, and that would survive the Trump administration. The second point we made was that the United States would inevitably uh, want to renew and extend its emphasis on alliances in Asia, especially the one with Australia. Uh, the third point was that the Alliance with Australia ANZUS would need to respond to this comprehensive nature of the Chinese challenge. And this meant an upgrade, not just in military terms, but um, it would also cover other areas of competition, such as economics, competing for influence in institutions and technological cooperation. And the fourth point we made was that a big obstacle to allied cooperation between our two countries uh, was that Australia is primarily a commodities exporter and Australia had done particularly well from China's state-led model of economic development, which has caused a lot of problems for the United States and the world. Now, a lot has happened since then. Australia is entering its uh, second year of intense Chinese economic coercion. Uh, and there's a real appetite now in Canberra to reframe our economic relationship with China. So this means better alignment with the United States when it comes to uh, the future possibilities of trying to uh, combat Chinese coercion and uh, for our two countries to engage in joint economic statecraft, as it were, against the Chinese. Uh, now, let me ask you something. Uh, your Secretary of State, Tony Blinken, uh, is travelling to Melbourne next week for a meeting uh, with his Quad counterparts uh, from Australia, India and Japan. Now, what do you expect to happen at this meeting uh, and what would you like to see? And is there still a lack of a genuine economic strategy uh, from the United States? And if so, is that really a problem? Uh, great set of questions. Let's race through the answers. Look, uh, let's start with the news that in the midst of a standoff with Russia over what they are trying to provoke in Ukraine, uh, the U.S. Secretary of State will not be in Europe, but in Australia. And he'll be down there for a quad meeting. So, look, what am I looking and what are they looking for? Uh, first of all, momentum. Uh, the quad really has gained a head of momentum this year. It is not going to dissipate like seafoam, as the Chinese uh, State Councillor Wang Yi said. This is, you know, third, fourth, fifth time that we've seen the meeting. So we're seeing momentum. The second thing we're going to see is the proliferation of work streams. And so they actually have to get their work going. Uh, it started with critical and emerging tech vaccines and climate, but now they've broadened what they're doing to include infrastructure, cyber security, and space. Uh, the point is here that they need to move these work streams forward, check in with each other, and begin to deliver products. Uh, the final point about what we would be seeing is that uh, the ministers are teeing up the leaders meeting, which is supposed to happen in Tokyo in the spring. Now, what I'd like to see moving forward is, first of all, uh, great start. Now let's get some more runs on the board on infrastructure, on supply chains, and on security. 
Uh, I think, John, your last point about our report about how important economic statecraft was for us to coordinate is something that's really moved to the forefront, particularly after the increasing economic coercion, not only against Australia, but as we're seeing against other states like Lithuania. So I would like to see more coordination on export controls, on inbound investment screening as we begin to move forward. Um, I'd also say somewhat cheekily that I know that the Quad has now been reframed wholly in positive, affirmative uh, sense, what it can do, what it can deliver. But there's also a real security sense here. It's not what the ministers will talk about, but you can bet behind closed doors that they'll be working on that. Look, we don't have too much more time now, John. So I'm going to flip over to you and ask kind of moving forward, you're an expert on the US as much as you are on Australia. Uh, what do you think the United States would like to see Australia doing more of as we move forward? I, I would think the US would like to see Australia change the conversation on China a little bit. In Australia, we are very reluctant to talk about China's authoritarian system as being the source of the problem. We know that's true, but we don't like talking about it because that's just been not, not part of our diplomacy. So I think that needs to progress uh, from the United States point of view. Uh, look, I, I would just add, I imagine that the Australians would like to see our budget begin to align with American rhetoric and begin to see movement on the tech transfer as well. With that, we'll sign off. Great conversation, John.